Hello, and welcome to Live Over Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here because today's episode is going to inspire you to take care of yourself during the holiday season. Last year, I did an episode on holiday stress, but this year I thought I would be a little more tactical and practical. As this episode is being recorded, we just wrapped up Halloween. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I put my tree up on Halloween. Yes, I did. And it's not because I love Christmas so much. It's really that the tree gives a lot of ambiance in our house. And it brings us a lot of joy. And I thought, what better thing to do than have something that makes me feel joyful every single day when I wake up in the morning. Lighting is so important. As you know, if you listen to Morgan's and my podcast last episode, how raising the lights, lowering the lights, all of that layering creates an ambiance to reduce our stress. And holidays are fucking stressful. But today's episode, like I said, is going to be a little bit more practical and tactical. I don't know about you, but immediately when I think about the holidays... I start to get the panics, or at least I have in the past. And what do I mean by that? I start to immediately think, what's going to be asked of me? What am I going to need to do? How do I need to show up? Not only for my family, but for myself. And see what I just did there? I immediately put everybody else before me. I'm hosting Thanksgiving. Are you? Are you traveling for Christmas this year? Are you staying back and hosting that as well? How are you taking care of yourself during this time? And when I say take care of yourself, if you're in a dietary restriction right now, maybe you're in a phase of a cut and you're working on calories and focusing on protein. If you're saying, oh, I'm trying to maintain and how do I do this without overdoing it? Or how the heck do I keep up with my my new exercise routine or my walking when I finally just started to build some habits? Well, today we're going to talk about how you do that. And I want to keep it so simple for you because you are worthy of taking up space for asking for what your needs are and getting the support during the holidays and any time of the year. But for some reason, we decide during the holidays, we have to sacrifice our own self-joy and self-worth to make everybody else happy. And I just want to be the one to be your advocate For you alongside of you to say, hey girl, hey guy, hey friend, please take the time to do that half an hour walk before everybody shows up for breakfast. Listen, we have friends coming over for breakfast Thursday morning of Thanksgiving. That's already been decided like two months ago. Yes, we planned that far in advance. On my Thanksgivings, because I host and I cook, I always do like a turkey ride, like a 45 minute early in the morning. They're planning on coming in early. But I already set the expectation and I said, I'm so excited for you guys to come. I can't wait for our families to celebrate with these amazing like pastries and coffee and everything and have this fun time together in the morning. But I also know that I'm going to be doing this ride and that's my plan for right now. So see what I did there? I managed an expectation for my presence but also for my mental health so I can show up to be the best me during that day. Because if I don't fucking move on Thanksgiving before everybody else comes and then I need to cook all day, forget it. I will lose my shit. 
It's not going to work out for anybody. And I don't want that. I don't want to be resentful. I want to be happy. I want to show up feeling like I gave something to me before I gave to everybody else. Tactically speaking on Thanksgiving, I'm going to give you two options. Number one, it is one fucking day. Okay? It is one day. It is one meal. Let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. And if you're in maintenance land or even if you're in a dietary cut right now and you need to take that day and just say, I'm going to eat what I'm going to eat because this is what I want. It's what brings me joy and this is where I'm at. Let it be that moment and then get back to your regularly scheduled programming. If you want to be more tactical and you are in a dietary cut right now for Thanksgiving or for any of the holiday season, then you have to decide what's worth it to you. If you're like, oh my gosh, Nana Didi's blueberry pie is to die for. She uses lard in that crust. There is nothing better. I'm not going to do the pumpkin and scrape it out of the crust and just count my macros. Fuck it. I'm eating the blueberry pie. Then guess what, friend? Put the blueberry pie in first and then build your day around it. I just shared a story onto Instagram about how I'm eating this amazing like chocolate mug cake at uh, dessert for every night. And I'm having like this really fabulous ice cream that brings me joy. It's like a full fat real ice cream, not any of this crappy like diet fucking ice cream, which I can't stand and I hate. And trust me, I've been there. I've ate it. I hated it. (laughs) And I have to tell you, when we look at Thanksgiving, first of all, let me tell you this hard truth. For most of us, Thanksgiving comes around every single year. So you're going to be able to have that food again, friend. It's not the last supper. It's just not. So you don't need to go hog wild. And especially if you're tracking, I don't want you to walk into this in a place of fear. I want you to walk into it from a place of empowerment and say, I'm going to choose what looks the best, what I know is going to taste the best. I'm going to have a portion that makes me satisfied. I'm going to estimate and then I'm going to move on. And then maybe you limit to just one plate. So for me, because uh, I will be tracking during this holiday, I'm going to do just that. I'm going to decide what dessert's going to be worth it because I really enjoy dessert. And I'm going to also then prioritize my protein at the meal. Uh, newsflash, we ain't doing turkey this year. Hey-o! Raise your hand if you are not on the train for turkey. We are doing a beef tenderloin. We are doing a side of salmon and some also amazing sides. Like I have this, like, I think I'm going to do amazing, like potato gratin. And, you know, of course, a lot of veggies, like probably some brussies, probably some haricot vert. Those are those cute little French green beans. It's bringing me joy to like go a little rogue. All right. So that feels really nice. And guess what? There's actually, um, a consensus of that being okay in the family, which feels good. I've been uh, wanting to do this for a few years in a row because guess what? In our family, like people will eat the turkey, but nobody's like loving it. And then I'm all, nobody certainly eats the leftovers. So it was being a little wasteful. So I'm really excited to see what this year brings as far as how the Thanksgiving table is set and the foods that I'm providing and cooking for for everyone. But what's also exciting about that is... I get to show up in a way that not only provides for the the family and loved ones that are going to be at our table, but also for me. Because I can say, all right, I'm making foods that everybody's going to enjoy. 
that also I enjoy and then I know that I can eat with the next day and they can also serve me then as well. That's me already literally forecasting out four weeks from now, like what my tracking situation is going to be like. And don't let that freak you out. Let that empower you. Let that help you hear that you're allowed to think about and visualize what you want the next two months to look like. I already had a girlfriend who told me, I just talked to my therapist and I'm freaking out about the holidays already and how I'm going to handle it. What do you have control over? You certainly don't have control over your mother-in-law or that asshole cousin or your raging alcoholic uncle. But you have control over you. You have control over how you show up for yourself. And so if you say the one way I want to show up for myself is how I'm fueling my body, how I'm moving my body for my mental health, for my physical health. Because guess what? We don't run turkey trust to burn off turkey and pumpkin pie. I fucking hate when people talk about that. I move so I know that I'm going to show up as a better human on that day for that event. And that matters to me. Tactically speaking, again, for Thanksgiving... I'm going to prioritize having protein and probably a couple double veg for lunch. That's what I'm going to do. We're probably having some kind of like charcuterie moment. Your girl fucking loves a cheese platter. Listen, Wisconsin, am I right? Like a little vino, a little cheese, a little spread. Uh, That's probably going to occur. I'll have some of that. I'm also going to hydrate like a mofo. I have to tell you, uh, if you guys are boozing on the holidays, one of the single-handed best pieces of advice I will ever give to you, and I'm good at this, but also not good at this, because I like to have some back-to-back cocktails, but the best way when I'm tracking is actually saying, all right, I'm having a big glass of water, and when I say big, I'm not talking like four ounces. I'm saying I'm having eight to 12 ounces between each cocktail. That slows your cocktail roll down. It also makes sure that you're hydrated. But in addition to that, it actually makes you pause. It's kind of like that pregnant pause where you're like, hmm. And it lets your brain and your body catch up to themselves and have the conversation. Will that next cocktail be worth it for me? And when I say worth it, is it worth it for my calories? Is it worth it for my calorie deficit? Is it worth it for when I plug it into my fitness pal? Is it worth it to me to have that fogginess when I wake up tomorrow morning? Am I going to show up for my workout like how I want to if I have that next one? What does it look like? You get to decide. And again, if you're tracking, we know that alcohol takes a ton of fucking macros. It steals it from you. It is a macro asshole and they add up really fast. So you might decide, hmm. I would rather have Nana Didi's blueberry pie because it has that real lard crust. And you know what? I'm going to have a half a glass of wine or maybe none at all. Because you don't have to drink. And maybe you're like, well, shit, Jack, I have to drink. I'm with my family. Mm, how am I going to? And I'm like, you know what? Excuse yourself. And don't wait for something to happen to say, oh, I need to take a break. It's okay to walk away, go outside for a walk. Oh, I need to take the kids out here and we need to do this. Oh, you know what, Chloe? She needs a walk right now. She's used to 45 minutes in the middle of the day. Gotta go. Can you wash those potatoes for me? Thank you. And then I do that. That space, that time, that kind of forecasting, that previously asking for support. So when you know that you're going to need that time away, you have somebody who's going to give you that extra support when you step out. I used to always feel guilty. I'm like... 
everybody's here in my house. I must entertain everyone. I cannot leave. I'm the fucking conductor. And guess what? If I leave, everything's going to go to shit. I'm here to tell you, you're just not that important. Oh. And the only reason I can tell you that is because I had to tell it to myself. This is from lived experience. People can handle themselves. You can give them a task to do, give them a game to do, ask for their support in doing something else. Take the time for you so you can continue to give to these other humans. So practical and tactical, we're talking about mental health because I think that's the number one thing during the entire holiday season. But also, truthfully, how can you show up if you are tracking? We just talked about moving for your mental health, but it also for your fitness. We're not burning off the pumpkin pie, kids. We're not burning off the turkey burn. Fine, whatever. You don't need to say, I earned this, so therefore I can eat as much as I want. It doesn't really work that way in newsflash. Like, the second that you're off that Peloton for 45 minutes, it just really isn't that much of a burn. You can overdo the calories big time, but that's your choice. So if you want the holiday to be that one moment where you're like, just taking it down, doesn't really matter, it's one day, and then I'm back on track, fine. And if you're like, Jack, I don't want to be derailed, and I really want to be intentional with my choices, then do the habits that I just talked to you about. We're talking about choosing the thing that's going to bring you most joy, and maybe it is that blueberry pie. And see, again, I went rogue. You guys are thinking, Jack, wait a minute, where's the pumpkin pie? Like, are we doing a chocolate bourbon pecan pie? Mm. Bring the one that makes you happy. Don't eat it just because it's there. That happens a lot for Thanksgiving too. I think that's a number two edict that I can say. Just because it's sitting there doesn't mean you have to eat it. Especially with this holiday, there's like platters aboard. There's appetizers that have been sitting out. There's all kinds of dips and spreads. And there's all kinds of leftovers that are just hanging out. And because your cousin next to you is like already for their sandwich an hour after they ate, doesn't mean that's what you need to participate in either. Maybe you're the one who winds everybody up for a walk. Maybe you're the one who says, you know what? I'm going to take that walk and I'm going to come back because you're used to eating that sandwich with your cousin. And you're like, oh man, I want to break my habit. This is hard. Uh, I, I love my cousin. And maybe you're saying to yourself, I don't want to make them feel bad. Well, you're not making them feel bad because they're a grown adult. And it's your body, your choice. And if you say, you know what? I'm going to come back. I'm going to sit with you. But I'm going to go outside for a quick 20-minute walk. Then you are breaking out for yourself. You're getting a little bit of movement in. Guess what? That probably adds up to about 1,200 steps. Then also you're coming back and you gave that space and that time. Maybe your cousin's already halfway done with their sandwich and you join them for maybe a seltzer or you join them for like a couple slices of turkey instead of a full sandwich. That's another tip actually too when it comes to booze. I just shared this with a client in a client connection yesterday. They're wondering like how they can continue to manage their alcohol when they're going to these events. And... I said, one of my tricks actually is when you show up and everybody asks like, what you drinking, Jack? What you drinking, JP? You can say, you know what? I'm not quite sure yet. Can I have a seltzer with lime first? They might give you kind of like a, oh, okay. And that's fine. Drink your seltzer first and then decide what you want to have for your cocktail next. What that does, number one, it immediately slows you down. Number two, now you're not like trying to keep pace with everybody else because I know some people try to do that drink for drink. Number three, you're starting off on a hydration foot instead of an alcohol foot. 
And then you're also giving your brain and body a chance to decide if you really want that cocktail. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you want to end up having a mocktail. Maybe you didn't even know the mocktail was an option. Like that gorgeous little apple cider moment I made the other day. God, that thing's sexy. Maybe you bring that. Maybe that's your contribution, and it could be really fun. And then the people who want to make a boozy, like they bring in the vodka. These are the ways that I feel you can approach the holiday without feeling major fucking FOMO. Without feeling like, man, I was on a diet and all I ate was the salad and the turkey and that really sucked. And I can't wait to be out of this cut for next holiday. That was lame. No, that's not what we do. I want you to find the balance. And I want you to go into it from a place of saying, I know what to do here. And I'm in charge of the choices that I make. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that's the only thing you're in charge of when it comes to the holidays. What you're putting on your plate and in your body and how your mind is. We don't have control over anybody else or any other situation. So if you need to take that break, you take that break. If you need a little extra support, try to set it up beforehand and then manage those expectations. Also, roadmap the day. Roadmap the day with your partner. Ask for what you need so there's no shocks or surprises. Do that with your family. I have a picture that I'm going to show you guys posting up on Instagram coming up when I visited my folks last. And we went grocery shopping and it was amazing. And I had like all these pizzas in my hand. But before I got to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, I told my mom and my dad, I was like, listen, guys, uh, I'm really focused on doing this right now for my nutrition. And I just want to let you know that's where I'm at. And whatever I need to do to either bring with me or get at the grocery store, just let me know if some of that is in alignment with what you're doing. But this is what's making me feel best in my body right now. That is a statement you can take with you. That is making me feel best in my body right now. Nobody can argue with that. Nobody, your mom or your dad are not inside your small intestine knowing that you're not having diarrhea, gas, bloating, SIBO, whatever, (laughs) okay? Nobody can argue with explosive diarrhea. This is one of my statements I always say. So if somebody really is giving you shit, quote, (laughs) pun intended, about not eating the fucking pie or the potato gratin because they made it for you, no, you know what? That's been giving me explosive diarrhea and frankly, I don't want to be shitting with all these other family members here. I'm not going to eat that right now, but thank you for the offer. It looks beautiful. That's how you can get out of anything. If you really need a, like a dire straits <laughs> response, nobody can argue with it. But preempting and saying to your folks, your family members, this is already what I'm doing. I've already set the stage and managed the expectations before I even caught my fucking flight home. Because going home is hard, you guys. Is it me or do you revert to when you're like 10 years old again? When you walk into that house, right? And all the habits and the patterns, they start to come back. Your parents start to treat you like that. You can break that. That takes time. That's the deep, deep work. But for right now, hopefully that little tool, you can put in your toolbox and you can take it with you when you go to show up at your first holiday event this season. All right, my friends. Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, could you please leave a comment or rate or review or subscribe or even share it to your Instagram? Like this one, I feel a lot of people are going to need to hear because I think the peoples are scared. The people can be scared that they're not worthy of showing up how they need to show up for themselves. And this might empower someone. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day.